Hello and welcome to Bowing and Scraping, a Barbie podcast about all the Barbie movies. We're starting at the beginning and we are on today. Barbie of Swan Lake. Barbie of Swan Lake. We had Barbie... The Swan? In the Nutcracker. Nutcracker. Barbie... As... As Rapunzel. And now we have Barbie of Swan Lake. Yes. I'm Karina. I'm Claire. I'm Taryn. We welcome back special guest Taryn. I'm special, guys. <laughs> She's special. <laughs> I'm the infrequent, but two times in a row. Yes. <laughs> yes. Two out of three is like, yeah. <laughs> Not quite committed enough to be an ongoing member. But she's here two out of three of the time. And that, that ratio will probably keep up pretty well. Okay, so first we can read a synopsis. I chose the one from Amazon.ca. Barbie shines in her third animated movie, an adaptation of the classic ballet Swan Lake. A young girl named Odette, played by Barbie, <laughs> follows a beautiful unicorn into the enchanted forest and picks up a magic crystal that proclaims her destiny as savior of the enchanted forest. Odette, hampered by an overwhelming sense of insecurity, (laughs) proclaims herself unfit for the job and sets out to leave the forest when the evil wizard Rothbart, voiced by Kelsey Grammer? I didn't know that. He's in Frasier. Oh. I actually haven't watched Fraser. I just know that he's actually a famous person, which is wild. (laughs) Turns her into a swan. Bolstered by the powers of the magic crystal, Odette vows to defeat Rothbart. Meanwhile, (laughs) love blossoms between Odette and the town's Prince Daniel. And eventually, Odette finds a courage within herself that, combined with her intelligence and the true love between her and the prince, proves powerful enough. To defeat Rothbard. Um, so we don't have to watch it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the computer-generated animation in this 83-minute presentation is vivid <laughs> and lifelike. The London Symphony gives a wonderful performance of Tchaikovsky's original music, and the choreography and dancing is nicely done, thanks to Peter Martins and the New York City Ballet, ages 3 to 8. <laughs> that is so... Specific and long. <laughs> Thank you, Tammy Horiuchi, <laughs> for writing it. that description. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Great job. It was released I'm in vivid. September mm-hmm. 2003. Wow, what were we doing in December of two se- 2003? Being September. <laughs> for myself. Yeah. I had just turned... I'm not going to do the math. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're... I don't remember what I was doing. Wait, you're 25? Yeah. You're seven. I was seven. Thank you. <laughs> I was born in 2000. My job is very easy. <laughs> I had just turned seven. Wow. Wow. That's it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so I have some information about the music and choreography. So, again, it's the London Symphony Orchestra with our good friend Tchaikovsky, who did Nutcracker in the first movie, and now he's doing Swan Lake for the third movie. And it is, um, like, arranged by Arnie Roth, who is this very good composer guy who basically only did Barbie movies, but did all of the Barbie movies we know and love. And so there's that. And then there's also the song at the end by Leslie Mills named Wings, which is just basically a very generic sounding 2000 song about (laughs) having wings and needing to use them. And it was written for the movie? It was written for the movie. Wait. Possibly. Um, Can we play a bit of Wings? Here you go, friends. Okay, we're skipping. No, it's we? it. It's totally good. Barbie music. Barbie edit. It's almost good. Yeah, that's probably 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's actually off of Leslie Mills' debut album, Different for Girls as a bonus oh. track. And it also features a song that is heard in Barbie and the Three Musketeers. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was finding most interesting is I was reading about Swan Lake, the original ballet, and it, like the Nutcracker, originally was a failure. 
Wow. But Tchaikovsky's wow. music was so good that people tried to do it again. Wow. Um, so there's quite the theme there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because uh, Tchaikovsky didn't like making ballets. And I guess you can see why, because they never did very well to begin with. Um, but also in the 50s, uh, another guy named Konstantin Sergeyev, he staged a new swan lake for a ballet in russia but it was soviet times and they were like everything's fine guys so in the original swan lake odette actually dies at the end um and because it was the soviets and they wanted everyone to think it was fine they changed it so that there was a happy ending where the prince and odette got together so barbie chose the soviet version (laughs) (laughs) to go with well there's also these swan maidens uh, that show up a lot in the ballet, but they have no real role. The so Kelly they dolls. Got cut. Mm-hmm. Like kind the of Kelly the Kelly dolls. dolls. Oh, maybe they're supposed to be the Swan Maidens, but for kids. The ah, skunk Maidens. That makes sense. Also, in the original, skunk the prince's name is Siegfried. And oh, wow. I'm okay that it changed to Daniel. <laughs> wow. I mean, they're similar, Siegfried and yes. Daniel. There's also, I don't know if you noticed, in the ballroom scene uh, with the fancy music with the like one violin. Mm-hmm. That was a soloist they had separate from the symphony who did just that oh and it was in that moment where i was like wow barbie does not fit this music (laughs) it was just so beautiful what was going on i was like this is not the same level but okay (laughs) okay but was it (laughs) during the wings part because that part is most it was not beautiful oh it was just during the part where he was dancing with the fake odette oh oh That's like arguably the least the worst part. part. Yeah. So creepy. But the violin in the background is like. Yes. Beautiful. Every time there's something like that where you see something, but you know that one character is not seeing it, mm-hmm. it's spooky to me. Spooky. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the Grey's episode where Richard has a brain tumor. And the whole episode, he's like doing all these things. And at the end, it shows him in the room but he's just by himself when he thought he was with people and it's very spooky oh, oh wait it wasn't a brain tumor what was that it? was when he had that cobalt hip oh but they thought it right. was uh alzheimer's gotcha very confusing so we've very become a great anatomy podcast <laughs> <laughs> but y'all remember that episode right <laughs> in season six thousand of race <laughs> Um, yeah, and the other thing that I noticed on the wiki fandom, thank you wiki fandom for all the trivia hunting, really saves me time, is that it says that Roth, Rothbart, or whatever his Roth, name is, Rothbart, Rothbart, um, is the second strongest uh, yeah. evil character in all the Barbie movies, second only to the Rat King of all people. What is that metric? Like, I no based on what? They're not strong. Based on like the Rat King. I mean, who was the villain in the last one? We would say that the witch lady was not strong. Yeah, Gothel wasn't strong. Like I, I would argue that Gothel was stronger than the Rat King. Yeah, what? But we owe so much to Barbie Wiki fandom. I could never slander them. We so do. (laughs) So we start the movie where Barbie and Kelly are at summer camp. Looks Mm -hmm. like Camp Rock. Yes, a little bit. And I'll be real with you. Uh, at the beginning and the end, we were all talking, and I don't know what the problem was. I don't think we ever figured it out. I know. Why, why Kelly couldn't sleep? Or she was she was missing yeah. home. I was she was missing home. And, like, because okay. Barbie at the beginning is talking about, like, oh, it, sometimes it takes time to get used to something that's different. Right. And okay. then, but yeah, Kelly was also wearing jeans. <laughs> my, my theory is that if she had just changed into her cozy PJs, she would have been fine. We could have skipped this whole thing. <laughs> Maybe Barbie was thinking that too. Yeah, my other other argument is just that, like, yet again, Barbie, in her, like, trying to reach out to Kelly, gives her a half an hour, like, convoluted story that barely touches on the story she actually knew. And that's why it was so hard to tell what her actual problem was. was Yeah. Is it related to Swan Lake? Like, how? See, I have been a camp counselor. And I gotta tell you, you don't, like, when a kid can't sleep at night, you don't just get to tell them a cute little story. Like, they're either vomiting or crying. <laughs> you have to do damage control. Like, it is not this nice. That's true. If a kid's just like, oh, I miss home, you go, that's okay, hon, you can go back to bed. Like, okay, sorry, just to anyone who's ever been at summer camp, like, this is a very, like, you know, only summer camp kids would, would know this. You're laying in the dark, and you just hear this, like, <laughs> Someone's sobbing, but trying not to, like, 
anyways, Kelly could have just done that, but yeah. I mean, thankfully we we get to hear this lovely story. So yeah. And I just wanted to say that immediately, right off the bat, they establish a very French town. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a slight French accent, and Odette is the name of the main character, and her, sister, her brother's name is Marie. 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 Je parle français. And so it's a very French vibe. We'll go back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> because it really messed me up for the rest <laughs> of the whole movie. So um, it opens on oh, the Barbie story. Mm-hmm. Um, opens on a bakery, yeah. I think. Yes. Her family bakery with her yeah. dad. Yes. Oh, and sister who never gets mentioned again. Oh No, <laughs> she's there for another time being like, we're looking for her. Oh, right. And then he goes, wow. And then, yeah. Yes. I thought well, she was going to play a much bigger role. They established this family dynamic that I thought was going to come into play at some point <laughs> where it's like, Barbie is helping out in the... You know, the family business. business, And the sister's always kind of just taking off to, like, go on adventures. And And the brother is there. (laughs) She had a brother? (laughs) Yeah, Marie. (laughs) Who was he? I don't know. I don't think he was even shown on screen. What? He was mentioned right at the very beginning. I did not catch that. (laughs) Um, What I did catch, though, is the dad's eyes are very green Mm. in a way that is... Like, a little frightening. Mm -hmm. Like, they're edited almost glowing, I would say. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even Barbies are, like, unnaturally blue. Yeah. Yeah, They're they're very ocean blue. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we know that they could do it better because Daniel had perfectly fine eyes. Mm -hmm. Maria's is the sister. Oh! That's why the brother never shows up. (laughs) I was like, why do I have written that I I wanted to be Marie so bad? Mm. (laughs) When I was a kid, especially. Watching the... She's so cool. Like, she just rides in on her horse, and she's off on another adventure. Who is this girl? She's side-saddled, no less? Yeah. Wow. So Barbie is, like, twirling around in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. baking, which seems like an inefficient way, but full of joy. And that bird gets dropped in her flower. Mm. Mm -hmm. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah. And then it cuts to the prince, our prince of the movie, Prince Mm -hmm. Daniel, and he is, like... Showing off his mad arrow skills, his archery skills. Mm-hmm. And then his mom goes, you need to get married. <laughs> and so I wrote, how old is this prince? We, and we had some discussion about it. Yeah. But, like, usually the princes and the princesses are, like, pretty young. Mm-hmm. And, but his mom is like, you have taken to life too, not seriously. Right. You must get married. And he's like, but I want to do stuff. And she's like, no. <laughs> See, that's another argument. No, until my grandchildren are here. And you're like, oh. she's never going to have time again once he has kids, too. That's another argument for the fact that he's actually older because he's, like, been bumming around and he needs to, like, settle down. Mm. But he doesn't seem like he's been bumming around because it sounds like he, she's just like, cool, you do archery, don't yeah. get married. <laughs> he seems pretty responsible. But he's like, but, but also, I want to yeah. travel and do things. And you're right. like, these are very reasonable answers. Well, these things made me think him and Marie should be a couple. Like, yeah. he and Marie should travel the world. Like, that's the couple I saw going on, but we never hear from Marie ever. And weirdly, like, they introduced the sister with a hobby, whereas they, they introduced Odette as just, like, she bakes. <laughs> She's just helpful. Yeah. Still there. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have much of a personality in this movie. No, there's not a lot going on. Although, does Daniel either? I was really looking for something else other than he's nice and does archery, but I couldn't find it. He does archery and he wants to travel. True enough. Okay. It's not like other boys. (laughs) That's more than what they gave her, so, like, fair. Not nearly as much as they give Stefan, though. Like, sure, Daniel's not that interesting, but he has something. (laughs) So, in one of the scenes, then it cuts to, like, the scene where there is a unicorn running through the village, and people are trying to shoot it with arrows. Mm. Everyone's very mad, including the unicorn. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. And she runs up and, like, bumps into this guy, who is, I'm not kidding, pushing, like, eight human-sized like wooden logs in a wheelbarrow <laughs> like Whoa. i'm not sure how he was that strong but all the wooden logs like break and fall down yeah and then does barbie try to odette sorry mm. does she try to help the unicorn so i think she just tries to follow the unicorn she's basically like watching yeah. to see if they're gonna hurt it mm. and then she goes oh it's still going mm-hmm. i'll follow it still <laughs> so she does and then when it even it crosses this like log and it almost falls down but then it doesn't 
And then it gets to this like bouldery thing and she's like, ah, oh, cool. And so she goes over, starts running in heels. I, I also I have a note on that. And then yes. halfway through, after running, she goes, <laughs> like starts, starts tiptoeing across me. Yeah. Like, you already ran on it. And then, okay, so those two rocks are like closing in on each other, like that scene in the Titanic where those things are coming down, and she pauses to look around. Yeah, like, well, those so- rocks are closing in. Yeah. I said, take off your shoes. (laughs) Flat feet is necessary for slippery log. Also, I found out on that wiki that at the beginning of the movie, she is wearing flats. Oh. So they could have just kept her in flats. She put on heels. I have a note that she's fearless because of those two things. She's running across that log in heels, and it's obviously slippery, that log. And she's hesitating in between those rocks. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Not even Daniel could do that. But if you like on the log, she got halfway through and went, wait, I should be walking. (laughs) I'm concerned. Yeah. The unicorn sort of creeped me out. That's fair. And she also reminded me of me when I was eight and trying to be sassy. (gasps) The Pegasus, though, or the unicorn, she seemed to be like Penelope, but just a unicorn, you know? I thought Mm, so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, except more sarcastic. Yeah, she was sassier, for sure. Yeah. Um, have we gotten to the porcupine child yet? Not yet, oh, because it's still a there. porcupine. I have thoughts on him. I have thoughts It's still well. a porcupine. I wrote about porcupine kids before he's a kid. Why are the animals Scottish? And this became a running thing. Why are they Scottish and then Russian and Spanish and French and German? And I found kind of an answer. Mm-hmm. Really? A little bit. Not the Spanish one. Still have no clue what that's about. And the, the Scottish is confusing, but... the. Um, Swan Lake, they don't actually know where the story comes from, but they're pretty sure it's from a combination of French and German mm. folklore. Okay. So those two make sense. Except and Russian that- makes sense because of it's a Russian ballet. Okay. Made. It's just it's just the Scottish It's just the accents seem to change from it's moment good. to moment yeah. in the same character. Yeah. Which is <laughs> every time we saw them. Very strange. Even when the skunk girl like, seems to be very specifically Spanish. Mm-hmm. She also sometimes sounds a little bit Italian, and I'm like, okay. Pick one, you people. Maybe they were raised in multiple places. Maybe they grew up for a little bit, you know, in one place. I mean, they're still children, but I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they're fine. I'm trying to make this make sense. It doesn't. <laughs> so they tell the story of Rothbart and and the Enchantress, or whatever her name is. Yeah. And how she was chosen over him. And then they tell us that he uh, went and studied the dark arts and came at- back and was into the dark arts. And I'm just wondering where we think he went to dark arts school. Like, did he just Voldemort. go... Right? Like, was it Harry Potter? Like, also, like, how common is the term dark arts? That like, was okay. a pretty specific to Harry Potter thing, but maybe not. Oh, also, to add to the whole animal thing, mm-hmm. the fact that the Scottish somewhat porcupine's name is Ivan. It yeah, really it's all over the place. to go with the punches. It's all over the place. And he gives me Narnian beaver vibes. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, you're the one who's mm-hmm. going to save us with the crown crystal thing. Wow. Wow. So much of this movie was like, I saw it. And you know when you're like, your brain remembers, but you don't remember that you've mm. probably seen this like, Upwards of 60 times. And she pulled that stone out of the rock. That's, like, in me somehow. I know that scene to, like, my core. Which made me think I must have watched this a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this, like, fairy lady, enchantress lady. She's Mm -hmm. the least compelling character in this whole movie for me. She's just kind of there. Yeah. Supporting the good and being... The force of good. Yeah. Hmm. She's like marzipan. Could not be compared to, like, a more bland. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, she just she has more to like, say, but she is quite, like, one note. The only thing yeah. she does is change people's outfits. <laughs> and at one point, well, make them all humans. Hmm. There is that. But. She's very comforting, I will say. I think she hmm. had a comforting... Okay. I just kept being like, oh, she's still there. <laughs> Here she is. Uh, we're introduced to Odile, who is voiced by Maggie Wheeler, who is Janice from Friends. You're welcome to those of you who could not quite figure yes. that out. She is a fave. Thoughts on Odile? I um, could not stand her. It looks like, um, you know those videos on YouTube of people trying to cut their own bangs? 
Mm. It looks like she tried to cut her own bangs. Except for, like, all around her head, like, right to the back. Very badly. What she calls her father. (laughs) It's very unsettling. (laughs) Daddy! Daddy! Uh, And he calls her what? Uh, uh, ducky, ducky, <laughs> but only like, but really, just as an exclamation to the sky. Right. I wish I had started counting the number of eye rolls in this film, and the fact that they give them like a full one second. Yeah, it could have been like a drinking game. <laughs> I didn't Not notice that I any that. eye rolls. Make a note of your favorite, like expression that somebody has. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the one in this I one just... for me was when. Uh, Daniel rolls his eyes at his, like, workers. He's like, oh, look, my package is here. And then they say something stupid. He's like, uh. <laughs> but it's the longest camera eye roll ever. Well, I have a note about Rothbard's ponytail, and I would like to get into it. So He had a ponytail? He had a ponytail. Um, He it had is. kind of business in the front, like short hair, and then this ponytail in the back, which was also quite professional. Um, But the dad had a similar ponytail. And if you will notice, it was about to fall out. Like, <laughs> it was just right at the end of his hair. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's yeah. funny. Oh. I was stressed about it. Yeah. Also, they did a major step backwards in their animation uh, evolution because uh, all of the hair moves together on these people's heads in this movie. Did was you see the crowds? <laughs> the ball. No. They were very creepy looking. A lot of those people in the background. <laughs> also, we had a very funny moment where both Karina and I, when she turns into a swan, goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karina and I were like, what's happening right now? Like, when he's, like, striking her with magic. We're like, what's going on? <laughs> and then Wait, she's she... like, oh, right. She becomes a swan. We forgot. Oh, it's called Swan Lake. Oh. oh, dear. And then I wrote lesson number one. Never follow a mythical creature into a cave unless you want to become an animal. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> Except Daniel, who follows... I don't know if he follows any animals into the cave, but he comes into the cave, mm-hmm. and he he arrives on the enchanted forest, and he sees Odette flying, and he's going to shoot her. But he's stopped by her beauty. He, like, can't. He's wow. like, she's too beautiful. And then she turns back into a human, thankfully, before he has time to reconsider. Yes. And then they <laughs> fall in love instantly because, you know. Of course. Mm-hmm. And when she first got turned back from a swan, I was like, what? So the whole movie is that she's a swan for 30 seconds and then it's over? I was quite confused by the animals. So there's, they're animals, and then at night they become animal people. I was thinking this because Ivan has his quills, right? Yeah. And I'm like, why does... It's a jacket. Just take it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's elbow pads. Just take them off. Yeah. But then at the end, he turns into an actual human. And then he has clothes that don't have quills. So I'm like, what were they at night? Animal people? Like, an- yeah. Were the quills stuck on Ivan? Could he not take them off? Ivan. <laughs> he was a prisoner to the quills. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I was thinking this affects his social life so much. <laughs> <laughs> You can't get close to anyone. <laughs> no, it's okay. He's his best friend, the Spanish girl. That's true, but she's always like, quills, Ivan, quills. <laughs> get away from me. Yeah. I mean, she's a skunk, too, so she has her issues. That's so true we're as perfect well. for each How other. does that translate to her human Wait, when does it? I don't. Bad farts. Have we got... <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Have we gotten to the part yet where, um, I think eventually Roth... Barty, whatever his name is, he comes and tries to attack them again. He's, like, always trying to attack them. (laughs) It's like he's a villain or something. He has one strategy. Um, And then his uh, Odile, um, like, the three skunk children are, like, doing a conga line around her. It's like, spray. That is my favorite part of this film. There are so many opportunities for gifts from these movies, and I looked it up, and, like, nobody has taken advantage of them, and I might have to be that person so I can use them in my conversations. Um, Uh, Yes. The next note that I had was about how when uh, Daniel is talking to his, his, like, people or whatever, his his castle people, and he's getting his package, they're, like, they open it up, and it's some sort of, like, globe thing, and they're, like, (laughs) you can fall right off, and I'm, like... You picked that to be the way that you're historically accurate in this movie? <laughs> like, that they're flat earthers? 
It's Daniel, not- another character trait of Daniel. Yeah, no, he, he's not. His oh. pathless people are. That's why he rolled his eyes so oh, hard. I missed that. I feel like whenever there's magic in a movie, all of the historical accuracy mm-hmm. means nothing to me. Once magic's involved, like, I'm out. I have a note that the skunk looks like Jan Levinson, and maybe it is because I was just watching The Office, but watch her expressions. If any of you out there are watching after you listen to this, look at her expressions. They're like Jan Levinson. I don't know. Um, And so then Odette and her friends, they end up at this, like, library thing. That has kind mm. of Beauty and the Beast vibes because mm. there's like this troll guy who's like, huh. Yes. Then he comes out and he's absolutely, he's just this little like, I don't even know. He's Erasmus. a chaotic troll. He's a chaotic troll. Yeah. And man, oh man, his mood swings <laughs> he's are insane. <laughs> he's a, a silly troll. <laughs> Comic relief, right? And mm-hmm. he's just like, wow, you guys so cool, wow. <laughs> and then at some point they leave this place. And there's a mushroom, and it zooms in on the mushroom, and Taryn was like, is it a plant? Is it a plant? And it was a plant, but it was... I was like, I bet that mushroom's a spy. Yeah, a spy. <laughs> and it became a... Like, it revealed itself to be a spy, but the spy was a just a crow. <laughs> Which is also very inconspicuous, like... He had no reason to become a mushroom to hide. <laughs> Bird, birds aren't real. He just felt yeah. like it. He was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, they'll know. If I'm a crow, they're gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, it's it's one of, oh yeah, it, it's after the whole, like, uh, who's about to shoot him with an arrow, her with an arrow, and then he doesn't. The whole time, Rathbert, he just seems so disinterested in what's happening. Like, he's just kind of like, this is all you had to do. So in this one, he literally just is like, he's like, one arrow from a person. That's all it would have taken. But every time he says things, I'm like, this is a middle-aged man who did not want to be reading these lines. <laughs> there's he's no, really over it. There's, like, no vigor in his delivery at all, and it's very funny. Oh, man. Kelsey Grammer turns out wild. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He probably did think it was a little stupid. He's like, well... I could use the money. <laughs> that sweet, sweet Barbie cat. Or like, this will be a really good way for me to be like awesome to my daughters. Yeah, I don't know. True enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I love how Barbie sort of saves Daniel. Uh-huh. And he always looks so stunned. Yeah. Barbie's always saving the yeah. helpless men. She really is. Yep. And Daniel always looks so stunned all the time. He's just mm-hmm. like, what? Daniel won his way into my heart. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel did well. Not to reveal my cards, but I think he scores high on the prince scale. Yeah. Yes. And then Rathbert is actually a weirdly attentive father in this whole movie. Like, if his daughter wants something, he's like, okay. You're like, here's yeah. this straight up evil guy, but you're like actually a pretty decent dad. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to him. Like, he's a good parent. At the end, like, she's... Uh, what happens to her? She's like becomes a pig, and he's like my baby. Like he's actually very concerned. Yeah, like he seems a little over her sometimes. But honestly, he's in the middle of doing spells on people to like become the most powerful evil villain, and then he hears his daughter crying for him, and he's like, oh, I've got to go. <laughs> yeah. Then it's revealed that Barbie can. I don't know, break the spell or something with true love. Mm-hmm. And it's also interesting that they mention that it's kind of unfair that she has to find true love, but that's just the way that it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning it. But I mean, <laughs> what the fairy lady said, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was pretty, pretty beautiful. Pretty beautiful, like, love advice. What did she, she say? She said, I don't remember. Something like, true love is when you love each other more than you love yourself. Beautiful. I don't know. I just, I want that, you know, set at my wedding, so. That is biblical. You (laughs) should just play that clip at your wedding. Yes. (laughs) Walk down the aisle to it. (laughs) Over and over. That that one scene. Or just never release the prisoner with a lying (laughs) When you said over and over. I don't think there's a song you could choose that would be actually worse than having that lady's voice scream those words as you walk down the aisle. Never release a prisoner with a lying heart. heart. So there's that whole thing, but then Rathbert, like, 
somehow I, I feel like I'm butchering his name whenever <laughs> I, really, I never wrote it down so I'm really I'm sure <laughs> I don't know where it is Rothbart 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 okay or is it Rothbart Rothbart oh okay, okay. like Rothbart he like overhears the whole true love nonsense and so he <laughs> does some sort of spell that I still don't fully understand where his daughter looks like the uh, Odette mm-hmm. oh, like, looks like Odette um, to everybody except each other mm-hmm. and then they go to the ball and there's this beautiful ball scene and like the quality of this scene the music as i said was incredible but also the reflection in the ballroom floor i saw that is the best animation of the whole movie and i'm like why are you wasting all this beautiful scene with a lie <laughs> it's you terrible like- the the dance scenes get all the love. They like, really do. And, like, I wanted yeah. to enjoy the dance scene when it looked like it was Barbie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know that it it's wasn't. So yeah. And so, very... And I will say, like, the um, switching back and forth between the two was actually very well done. Yeah. It made you feel like it was spooky and scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The dance scene as well. I think it was a while ago, so I'll mention it now, just because we're kind of on dance scenes. Um, and Erasmus is cabbage patching um, on oh. the side. Like, it's sitting there in the <laughs> yes, forest. The troll. And yeah, the troll jumps in. And <laughs> his dance moves are absolutely Wait, gold. That's a different part. Really? Yeah, that was a is bit that, earlier. I'm talking about the ballroom one. But I yeah. think you're talking about earlier. Right. I was bringing it up because I think it was from before and we were discussing dancing. <laughs> Right. Yes. Next time you watch it's this, it's a, a vague thread. We want to learn his dance moves, though. Then Daniel like asks her to marry him, and mm-hmm. he thinks it's Odette. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the dad is like, "Ah, so you want to marry my daughter?" And he's like, "Yes, I have fallen in love with her. Like she's my true love, or whatever." And he's like, "Oh, true love?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Ha, I tricked you!" <laughs> and then Odile turns into her real self, and then not. Not too long after, she turns into her raven self. Yeah. Very confusing for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And so I wrote lesson number two. It takes more than one day to pledge your love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just don't make be that hasty. Decision. Do not be hasty. Yeah. And then someone throws a sword to Daniel, which he catches. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, Brothy, um, he... <laughs> He turns it immediately to ash yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Because for some reason he can just do that. Yeah. And the look on Daniel's face is like... <laughs> it's like, what? SOS. <laughs> no. Oh, this is my only plan. <laughs> yeah. And then what happens? Um, oh, uh, Barbie this whole time has been... Uh, oh, Odette mm-hmm. has been uh, swanning it outside the window. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying... And like... Like... Watching, and I just don't know why. Mm, I don't know why she just didn't go in there. I mean, she's a duck, but she's a swan. So, like, um, Rothbart kept um, just closing the windows, but she could see everything going on, and she was being like, No! And then suddenly, when the spell broke or something, she collapsed and like Mm. fell on the ground. And I don't know how she didn't die, like, how her little swan bones weren't crushed and then suddenly she turns back into Odette but Mm -hmm. she's also crumpled on the ground and does not look like a good situation Mm -hmm. yeah but then Rothbar and Odile come out and are gonna like I don't know attack her or like Mm -hmm. take her away and then I was about to say Stefan what's his name Daniel (laughs) Daniel comes out and has some other sword Mm -hmm. and then he that gets destroyed Mm -hmm. as well like he's not really learning no. Yeah. And then, I don't know, what happens after that? They, like, they mm. run away again? I think that Rothbart's necklace, where he put the special gem, like, starts to attack him. Right? Well, that's later. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they just, like, go back to the forest, and then I think the 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 um, fairy lady and the children come and take her back to the forest because she's like, needs medical attention or ma- magical attention. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then somehow... They, Stefan follows them or something. Eventually he catches up mm-hmm. a little bit later and they have a final fight scene. And then right. um, Rothbart attacks both Odette and and Daniel. They collapse on the ground. Right. They happen to be hands right holding hands yes. on top of each other. And you know what that means? True love. True, True love. love. 
And, and wait, does, uh-huh. does Odette do anything to, like, save him after that? Or are they just kind of done? Oh. Right. So that's when Rothbart's necklace starts to, like, burn him down. And then it destroys his house as well. Yep. And somehow it turns him into an alarm cl- or a cuckoo clock yep. with yep. a big tie <laughs> polka on dot. his neck. <laughs> a polka dot tie <laughs> on his neck. And it turns his daughter into a maid. <laughs> so I guess those are their worst nightmares. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. This was a yeah, and then it ends with him saying, "You think you got problems?" <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of their yeah. story arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like allergic to dust, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> Me too. Um, it's it's also very interesting though because I was thinking about this at the end. Barbie and all her characters never have, like, skills that save the day. Mm. It's just, like, the strength of their character that Mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. But in this particular case, she didn't really have that... Like, she didn't have any Mm. distinct traits. No. Uh, She just was, and therefore won the day. She's the chosen one. But that can be, you know... I feel like you can get something out of that, because, like, she just sort of showed up, and Mm. she was brave, even if she did nothing else, she just took that step, you know? True enough. She could have run away and been like, I'm not your chosen one. Goodbye. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I also, think we can learn from that. one skill that I noticed that she had or one moment of, oh, wow, Barbie is like, she's very clever as well in this movie, is when they, like, go to Rothbart's house and she's like, oh, Rothbart is, like, a bird, so he probably climbs into the top of the house. Mm. So she was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It made me, I don't know. It's yeah. like a skill. Yeah. She has deductive skills. Yeah. I think they just zero in so much on what the character trait is supposed to be that the only character trait they have <laughs> She's is just that one. brave, okay? <laughs> it's it. It's it! It's a good one, but it's not a full person. So once the uh, house burns down and whatever, and they are a maid in a cuckoo clock, the forest comes back to life. Yeah, mm. but I did not feel like the forest was very dead to begin with. No. I thought it seemed no, like a it wasn't really it very nice luscious. Yeah, and it I guess kind of... his part of it had been dying. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess it was like kind of soul. green and swampy. Um, and then all of the kids get like an upgrade, kind of. Mm-hmm. They stay kids. They never go back to being animals, but they're just like her dress looks like reminiscent of a skunk, but she's not a skunk. Yeah. Yes. And and uh, porcupine boy. Ivan becomes mm-hmm. Tommy yes. from the other two movies with a slightly worse bowl cut. <laughs> if that's even possible. It's like you got a haircut in between the last movie and this one, and it didn't go well. Remember, last last time we noticed that Tommy's hair was growing out. It was like the actor yeah. was getting mm-hmm. older. Time had passed. <laughs> nope. Got a haircut. <laughs> Shoddy one, too. Perfect for the 2003s. And they have a, a party in the woods, which we thought was the wedding, but mm-hmm. apparently not. Because they discussed the wedding and the party in the woods. Yeah. Barbie is just, like, very elegantly dressed. I could not get over her wings. Mm. So sparkly. Also, the hair is uh, 12 Dancing Princesses foreshadowing, mm. for sure. Her bun? Yeah. Her bun was massive. They always are. <laughs> <laughs> and so we know what the moral is, but did you guys, and I had a few lessons along the way, but do you guys have any more morals? Um, if you're a villain, you sort of just have to stick to your, you know, villainness. You can't, like, get distracted by family life or you're not going <laughs> to succeed. True. If you want to be evil, you can't have morals. <laughs> he, if, if you want to go travel the world, you can. <laughs> I mean, don't let your parents, don't listen to your parents, you know? Daniel should have just left. I'm Mm -hmm. kidding. I mean... Can you tell? He could have just left. Does Daniel have a father in this? Is there a king? Wow. I don't think there is a king. There's just a queen. I was wondering as well where Odile's mother was. If that is expressed. Odette also does not have a mother. They never have two parents. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But that's Never. typical of, like, most stories, I feel. Yeah. Everywhere, all the time. But yes, the actual moral is, you're braver than you think. Which is what Kelly was supposed to get out of it, I guess. But in reality, she just went, okay, I'm back. I'm to going bed. to bed now. And cool. then we got a shot of the stars, because they probably needed ten more seconds. Like, how do we finish this off? Yeah. Um, pan up. <laughs> and up to the stars Pan and up. to the, the swan constellation. Yeah. 
That yeah. ties it together nicely. <laughs> it's funny that you use pan up even if you don't have anywhere to pan to and you have to make the pan. Uh, do you guys think it's true that you are braver than you think? I think so. It depends on the person. Some people are less brave than they think. Hmm, interesting. I think nobody usually has an accurate idea of their amount of bravery, though. Maybe in different situations to each person. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a vague statement, as they all are. Yeah. <laughs> Quite vague statement. So I feel like there's some people who are like, I could take that, and then something happens to them, and they're like, oh, no, and you're like, okay, well, obviously, if you can't handle this, you probably can't handle the other thing. Uh, and other people are like, I could never do that. And then they end up in that situation and they do fine. That's true. Well, some people, they're like, you might end up in that situation, but that situation is particularly scary for you for this certain reason. But another situation that other people find scary is not scary for you. Everybody is different. Yeah. I find these statements very hard to like grasp in my head. They feel very... Vague? Vague and, yeah, like, just kind of like, oh, it's something you say, you know? Yeah, like, you It seems like a nicety. Yeah, what was the last one? It was like... um, Courage? No, imagination and something can change the world. Can change the world. Yes. Right. It's like, like, sure, that's a very broad statement. Sounds (laughs) true. And the first movie was, um, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Um, Is there a time I was braver than I think? Than I thought? Than I thought? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then there's times where I was less brave than I hoped I would be or expected to be. Yeah, in so, that moment, I don't know. And usually, they're the opposite of what I would well, I would expect. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like when like I've I've been in a couple of like sketchy scenarios and I'm like, all right, this is what we do. But like trying to get me to play an instrument in front of people and I'm like, oh no, yeah, not that. No, yeah. <laughs> like that should not like proportionately should not be scarier than the other thing. But it's just I don't know. Oh, it's if you're kind, clever, and brave, anything is possible. All right. I mean, probably. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of like. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sounds that's about right. Like, that's like true enough to say, <laughs> but not always true. Like I feel like by the end of this. Like, once we watch a few more and hear a few more of those, we could probably make up our own. Just kind of on the spot. You know 100%. what I'm saying? Love and, and a, a wholeness of heart is... The best way to live. <laughs> is the blessing of the centuries. The key ingredient to yeah. life is... Do you guys have any final thoughts? Do we want to do ratings with final thoughts? Sure. Let's okay. do ratings with final thoughts. So, we're going to do... The rankings, ratings, ratings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, seven. Like, wasn't bad. Wasn't overly out of what? Overly whelmed. Um, just whelmed. Um, seven. Uh, seven. Uh, exploding swords. Oh, okay. I'll give this like a seven point five mm-hmm. out of ten swan feet. <laughs> because I feel like it was better than I expected, but it still wasn't that good. And I can understand why it isn't considered to be like one of the top tier Barbie movies. Because mm. it was good, but it wasn't like, wow. Yeah, true enough. It wasn't first. It wasn't musical. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything that made it stand out. Except I loved I loved the sidekicks, but that's another part of this book. <laughs> like, yeah, the sidekicks like actually made me like for real laugh. Like I wasn't just laughing kind of at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was laughing like, that's oh, what they said funny. was actually very funny. Yeah, what's your rating? Um, I thought that this one, yeah, it was kind of like I felt that it was kind of all over the place, like, kind of confusing. Like, I think you mentioned that like the the evil guy comes in a few times and tries to get them like it's kind of not building towards anything it's just kind mm. of like up and down like oh he's trying to get them oh can't get them oh he's trying to do, <laughs> he's gonna do it a different way oh he didn't do it <laughs> yeah oh, that's man. True. And so i felt that it was kind of confusing but it was still really beautiful and the dancing was really nice and the music was really nice and I like it. So I think a seven as well. A seven out of ten 
Erasmus's as a worm. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk I about that. About that. <laughs> that was a fame. good level of remembering that. <laughs> I think I chose How not to I remember forget? that. <laughs> How could I forget Erasmus as a worm? Um, okay. Princes in order of mm-hmm. the movies we've seen so far, the yeah. three. Yeah. How would you rate them? Uh, we have the original Prince, oh. Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Nutcracker. Just say Nutcracker. Eric. Eric. Stefan and Daniel. Eric says a lot that Taryn could barely get Stefan. I'm just going to say, I think Stefan's probably bottom of the list for all of us. Um, Stefan's a piece of work. Stefan (laughs) (laughs) doesn't do anything. Stefan is is confused all the time. Oh my goodness, he's a child. Here on this podcast, (laughs) and he's just, he's it. I infamous. Think, no, I think we've lo- we're gonna lose some, <laughs> some listeners if we who no, actually love the fan club. Funniest part is that like it's we're fine. not we can lose them. But we're not really exaggerating just how ridiculously meaningless of a character like, he is. That's that taken care of. I think I think I would put Daniel at the top for me. Really? Okay. I don't know. I don't really. I mean, I, I, again, I watched the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. In right. 17 parts on YouTube. Very blurry. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really get invested. You didn't get the peak Eric experience. And I would just say, Daniel just, I don't know. I thought he was just a cutie. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. For Princess, for me, I think Eric is still at the top of the list. Because Daniel seems to be a lot more, like, concerned for others. And, inter- like, has interests in things um, in himself. But Eric has, like, a purpose and is very concerned about, like, his kingdom. And maybe it's just that he has the opportunity to be a more foolish blush character. But uh, he definitely still at the top. But Daniel is a close second because he's still pretty good. And, and Stefan is just barely a person. <laughs> so. Rena, well, you'll you never say? guess, but Stefan is my top. Uh- <laughs> Uh, no, of course he is at the bottom, <laughs> and I too will put Eric still at the top. I mean, Daniel was very kind and very sweet, but he was a little too bland for me. Mm-hmm. He did not have enough going on as a personality or anything, so I have to have it be Eric because Eric had like he had a personality, but he also had like a lot of heart. And yeah, care. he was so lovely, like. Yeah. And they functioned Daniel as a team. Daniel was there. Yeah. Daniel was there. Mm-hmm. And wasn't... Daniel nothing. tried to save her, but she ended up only having to save him. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Where Stefan needed saving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric was like, they were teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the goal. Mm-hmm. Ultimately. Sidekicks? Hmm... I mean, there was a lot of sidekicks in this one. I feel like that's hard to yeah. Like, I'd say down. Lila was kind of the main one, right? Yeah. Lila and the uh, the duo. Yes. Pinecone. Oh, not Pinecone. Porcupine. The nationality like, ambiguous. Are they a couple? No, but just like I, they're a pair in my head right. because they're they're like best friends. The we're talking about the skunk and the porcupine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, best friends makes a lot more sense. So <laughs> I was like, they seem like they are a couple when they're uh, animals. But then when they turn into children, <laughs> that doesn't fit. Yeah, they can't be. I'm confused. So we've got Lila and we've got ben. the dinosaur version of Lila. In the in the um, yeah, Rapunzel. Dinosaur. Um. <laughs> Dragon. Dragon. Uh, Penelope. Penelope, and thank you. we have, is it Marzipan in the first one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's the, yeah. What's the rabbit in Oh. Rapunzel? A hobby. We're gonna spend so much time just trying to really <laughs> we should start keeping a proper list. <laughs> yeah, we should. Mm, I would say let's put Hobie at the top. I love him. Mm. Next is Lila. Penelope is at the bottom. <laughs> and I don't think Marcipan should be on this list. <laughs> It's not fair. She's too neutral. Like, she is like full neutral. Like, she's not good, but she's also not like she's done anything wrong. Yeah, she'll keep going further down the list, but not because we don't like her, just because she's there. So that's how I feel. Yeah, I think for the sidekicks, uh, the the duo of um, Ivan and Spanish Girl um, are at my top. I just think they're very funny, and they're also kind of, like, they're kind of endearing, too. Mm-hmm. They get very excited. 
Um, I don't think they're actually very helpful at all, but uh, I just enjoy them. And then the second one is Lila, because she's just hilarious. And the third one is probably, I don't know, but I don't know if I want Penelope or Hobie, but they're like right there together. Mm, and together. then, and then Marzipan at the bottom. Unpopular opinion, Marzipan's at the top for me. Wow! I'm glad. I just think Someone she's very it. elegant and very um, majestic mm-hmm. and um, very helpful just to get people to and fro. <laughs> like a regular horse. She, she does her horse mm-hmm. job very <laughs> effectively. Very well. That's true, actually. And I had her as a toy as a kid. <gasps> Oh, and so okay. Was, I really right. enjoyed, you know, that. So yeah. Um, I must say, Penelope got on my nerves mm. a little bit, like I mentioned, I think last time. So she might be on the bottom, and I'm indifferent about the rest. Wow. So remember, you're braver than you think. Probably. <laughs> In certain situations. <laughs> With a lot of caveats. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're done. I think we're done. Yeah. You guys don't need to know what I'm watching. I watch Boy Meets World. I've been watching Love is Blind, the second season. It's crazy. Yep. I watched Letters to Juliet. That was nice. But that's it's definitely so a re, 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 re-watch. <laughs> but it's so lovely. It's so lovely. If you're out there and you haven't seen Letters to Juliet and you like mm. being happy for an hour and a half or whatever... <laughs> Just watch it. Take yourself to Italy and just watch it. <laughs> watch it. At the time of this recording, we have 12 followers on Instagram. So keep it up, friends. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. And oh my goodness, oh. if you want to send us an email. Oh yeah. Which would be so cool. I feel like the day we get an email is the day that we have made it. Our Instagram is BSBarbiePod. And uh-huh. our Twitter is BSBarbiePod. Mm-hmm. And our email is... Our email is Barbie Bowing and Scraping at gmail.com. And password is. <laughs> uh, we also want to give credit to Min's Piano, who oh, does yeah. our music. Um, she didn't do it for us, we, we took it, but she said that we could <laughs> we on her website. That. Yes, as long as we gave credit, which we would, of course, want to do anyway, because she's awesome, so check her out. Her music is beautiful. Yeah, she recently came out with a second volume. Really? Yeah. Is it all Barbie music, too? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah, Go including Derek's tune. Derek's <laughs> Wait, which one is Derek from? Uh, he's from the Twelve Seasons Princesses. He's like the penny oh. whistle player. Oh. <laughs> it's really great. All these princesses. I cannot wait until we get and we like to a point where we have a lineup of all the princesses. I know. We <laughs> I I'm uh. just really excited to experience them again because they are such an afterthought the whole way. <laughs> totally. Do every movie, so I never really noticed them before. And now we're doing a real deep dive. Yes. Now I'm like I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, this has been uh, Barbie Bowing and Scraping, and we will see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.